This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Well, as good as it was last night for the Knicks, it totally is the opposite tonight. What's going on with the Nets? We'll talk about it now. And we invite you to join us at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, eh? at Hardest to ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Big Daddy Ty and Brian the Brain. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitz on 98.7 ESPN. Hello, Mr. Damer. Mr. Hardesty, how are we doing tonight? We're doing fantabulous, despite some horrible basketball oh that I just watched. God, that was that was a train wreck. There's a lot of adjectives I can use, yeah. some which would probably have right. us kicked off the station. Yeah, but the ones that come to mind was... right away, the edited ones, would be abysmal, uh, embarrassing, ridiculous. And it all stems from the, the defensive effort, Gordon. There was no defense. It, it's so funny. I was out. And I was listening to uh, Brendan Brown, and he said from the beginning, who's going to take up the mantle to try to do something with Duarte, who's running all over the, who's running all over the court? It was 7-4. <laughs> and it never got better. <laughs> no, that's not good, right? Uh, and look, I, I think I might have said this on the air before. You know, first half of NBA games, I, I have it on. I'm watching it, but, you know, I'm, I'm not locked in, right? You know, I get mm-hmm. locked in in the second half. If there's things that need to be done. You know, I might get up during a commercial break. I don't get back right away for the. So I'm kind of, you know, floating around in the first half. This first half was like a car wreck after you've been yeah. sitting in traffic for forever and you have to see, you, you, you can't look away. No. It was that really. bad. They gave it 70 points in the first half. It's ridiculous. To a team, mind you, that there's reports that the the ownership wants to blow up the team. Yeah, <laughs> they want to start having a fire sale because they don't feel like they're good enough. It's and this team just absolutely just went up one side of the Knicks and down the other. Boy, wow, what a what a uh, embarrassing. I think the word you used. I think that that yep. would be the adjective I would use, Larry. Motivation for this Indianapolis for this Indiana team, right? Because yeah, all I was checking out the uh, the Indiana papers today, and I was like, uh oh. Hope the Knicks are ready. I said, when I'm reading this article, excuse me, Gordon, I'm saying, you know, Tibbs, you might have wanted to rest some guys last night because <laughs> I think you're going to be in the, in the heat of a battle tonight. Yeah, and they're bringing up, you know, the fact it was a back-to-back. Was it a back-to-back-to-back-to-back? I mean, they look like they had flown from here to uh, Australia and then to Indiana. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, just lackluster. Uh, there's, there's no other way to put it. I mean, you give up 70... 70- all you need to know, like sometimes there was that book a while ago called Blink, where yes. like people who are like super um, uh, knowledgeable about topics, they can just look at something and they know in the blink of an eye what the deal is, right? Like they can look mm-hmm. at a painting that's supposedly the real thing and they can spot a fake. All you need to know, if you want like the Blink synopsis of the Nick game, Kevin Knox played. If Kevin Knox is playing, either the Knicks won by 50 or they lost by whatever it was tonight. Because uh, And tonight was the one where they lost by whatever it was tonight. That was that bad. Wow. Uh, just atrocious. And now they're back under 500, 12 and 13, and uh, just issue after issue after issue. You, you, you'd like to think that at some point you're going to find some solid footing. And I'm not saying you're going to win seven, eight, nine in a row, but you'd like to think that you'd know kind of what to expect, uh, you know, night in, night out. And with the Knicks, that's just not the case. Here's all you speaking of on on the blink trail, yeah. adding on to that. 
he was one of three players that had a plus minus plus side. <laughs> Kevin right. Knox. Yeah. That that that's like Kevin uh, Knox. that's like a stump Rothenberg question. You know what I mean? Like it, that's how hard that one would be to foresee. Oh, it's it was just bad. It, it was just bad. And here's the thing, Gordon, at no point, even early, even in the first quarter, at no point did you really think that this team was gonna win this game tonight. Nope. At no point. No. None. You know, you in know, the NBA the where everybody makes a run, uh, no, it was not happening tonight. No run coming. And listen, I understand that there's a lot being made about it. I heard to, heard them talk to Tibbs about it on the post game here, about the dunk where uh, Obi Toppin went through his legs and slammed mm. it. Oh, look how that responded. The team was dead. Damn. Now, listen, okay, I get it from a coaching standpoint. Listen, Tibbs didn't throw him under the bus to the media. I don't know what he said to him you know, in the locker room. But, I mean, you know, the Pacers, the Pacers were beating them anyway. That didn't really turn them on. That yeah, I know the, they cut yeah. it to five, but they, Gordon, they were going to win this game anyway. That was the least of the Knicks' problem. If, oh, you're, if you're listing that on one of the Knicks' list of problems, then <laughs> I, I, you must have Santa's list. I mean, it must be so long, it's going to be rolling out there for days. Uh, it's just, um, yeah, I mean, you, you just see it tonight. You know, Randall, it was like the old Randall of kind of yeah. forcing things. Barrett was okay, but there was just no juice. You know, they don't have any juice. They don't have any no, no flow no on offense Nothing. again. Nothing. No. Nothing. It was bad. It was bad. And listen, uh, Houston with a 12-point lead over Brooklyn. I get no Kevin Durant tonight, and, I, and I've been in and out of that game. And I will say this, uh, James Harden has looked somewhat like he did when he played in Houston. <laughs> some turnovers and some <laughs> a couple of bad shots, but there's nothing. Boy, do they miss that other guard. The Nets have, you know, the other guard that's not there right now? Yeah. They really could like- use him tonight. Yeah, that don't look like he's coming back anytime soon. From those no. reports, it seems like he's living. He's living his. I've never seen him happier. Yeah, well, really. I mean, he's getting paid a boatload of money. He doesn't have to do anything. He goes about his life however he wants. And uh, yeah, it doesn't really seem like he misses it at all. So um, yeah, now just, just to get back to the Knicks, you yeah. know, the problem that the Knicks have for for us for for fans is we got a lot riding on them, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, the, the Jets and the Giants are terrible. The draft is 175 days away. You know, and I'm counting. sure that there'll be some changes after the season, but you can't really look forward to that right now. The baseball's oh. locked down. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Mets get a manager here, but the Yankees didn't do anything. Whether or not they do anything when they get back, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> so right now we got a lot riding on the Knicks, and they are not bringing it, especially after what you saw. You know, if this was the way they played last year, yeah. You'd kind of understand it. But the way right. they played last year was, you know, even when they were kind of floating around 500 like they are, you had a little bit more of a range of knowing what to expect. Now you mm-hmm. turn on the TV on any given night, and it could be good, it could be bad, it could be, yeah, there's some defensive effort, there's no defensive effort. It's just, um, it is, uh, it's a rough watch right now when they have nights like not tonight. And uh, at some point, you know, like we always say after these losses, well, Tom Thibodeau is going to do this. And Tom Thibodeau, I mean, at some point, like, doesn't it kind of fall on deaf ears to a certain degree? Like, how many years, how many dice is he going to yell at them about no defensive effort and, and the offense looking like it did? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this, Gordon. Uh, he's going to have to make some more changes. I'm just saying. He, he just is. And yeah. I can think of one. Right off the bat, there's this one that jumped that just jumped out at me, and 
Wally Zerbiak talked about it in the postgame, and Clyde talked about it during the game, and it just it jumped out at me. I'll tell you what that is. Plus, we have a Twitter poll question that we're going to get to a little later as well. We're just getting started on ESPN New York tonight. Join us at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardish to ESPN, at Gordon Damon, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7. And we'll come back, and I'll tell you what change Thibodeau's got to make, maybe as early as against Toronto. Next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. I can tell you this. Can I make a prediction? Yes. All right. My prediction is it Get will, the lock we, ready. we will not have a heavy snowfall this year. You sure? I, I, I am fairly confident, mainly because I bought a snowblower. Oh, so any year you buy a snowblower and you're actually a little bit like looking forward to using it, you usually get through that winter without any major snow, without any blizzards. And uh, that wears off right right about the same time as the warranty wears off. So um, next year, blizzard, I'm sure. But this year, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we'll be good for a while. All right. I'll take your word for it. Uh, so then I should not get one this year. I should wait till next year when you've already had one for your year. So, so if we do it that way, and I get one next year, then right, we won't we have two years. Two years, Absolutely. we want to use that'll be perfect. And the words of John Sterling, back to back and belly to belly. There you go. That works for me. So, and we'll get to our poll question in a minute, which I'll tell you what it is in a second. But Gordon, I saw it tonight. We've been talking about it, and I think it's only fair. Listen. Uh, Kimber Walker was pulled from the starting rotation because of his lack of defense. Evan Fournier's got to go. Oof. I mean, he. Uh, I he mean, alive. I mean, Duarte went past him like he was standing still. He reached Gordon. There were four players ahead of him, two on each side, and he reached in and fouled him with with four players ahead. Not not like okay, I'm stopping the fast break to go. And while he's there, he's like, you can't do that. What are you doing? I mean, Gordon, his his. And the other thing that's so frustrating about him, everybody knows. I've gotten this. I had, you know, I've seen him, you know, when he played against the Knicks, but in watching him all the time, he likes to come off a screen to shoot the three, right? Mm-hmm. So then why are you not shooting the three when you come off the screen? You continue to dribble so the guy comes over and then you're looking to give it up. What are you doing? What are you doing? He has been, he doesn't, he, he, he still doesn't know where to go. They don't know how to use him. He doesn't know how to fit in. It's, it's. I'm ready to put him on the bench too, Gordon. I'm ready to put him on the bench and give me somebody else. Give me a, a, a quickly. Give me somebody else because that backcourt. If if R.J. Barrett is not giving you any defense, there's you have people are going by this these these guards like they're standing still. Yeah, and that was the that was the problem with Kemba. Yeah, and it's, and it's still a problem. Yeah, uh, look, it's 25 games since the season. It's pretty clear at this point, Leon Rose's offseason, com- it's, it's, it's a complete flop. I mean, it's, it's just a complete flop. I mean, one guy you brought home in Kemba, and he's not even part of the rotation. I mean, think about it. I mean, he's not even, pl- he's not even playing. And the other guy, he, he looks like he's on his way to not also not playing in the rotation. I mean, he's been terrible, too. And you paid him, what was it, $74 million yeah. or whatever it was? Wow, yeah. what a... An absolute disaster. And, you know, look, after last year, it felt like the Knicks had a pretty safe floor, but a very low ceiling, right? Like they Mm -hmm. weren't good. They kind of maximized what they got out of the team last year. You really weren't going to – you knew you had to upgrade the talent. Yes. And somehow they have not maximized the ceiling. The ceiling has not moved 
if anything, the ceiling's caved in, and it feels like the floor has kind of moved down too. This is just not as good a team, at least so far through 25 games, and it makes sense because it felt like last year you maximized the, the talent that you had, and you went out this past offseason and added two guys in, 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 you know, in Kemba and in um, Fournier, and, Fournier and, and neither guy has played even mediocre. Because the identity of your team last year, Gordon, was your defense. Yeah. And, and and that's what that's what you hung your hat on. And what Julius Randle did for you last year was great. All right. And and he and you sprinkle in, you know, some guys who gave you some you sprinkle in Barrett, who shot much better last year than he has yep. this year. You sprinkle in some other people who gave you some some play. Uh Derek Rose, of course, he's playing really he's consistent. He's been good this year. Yeah, he's been quickly fine. has come back after the slow start. He's had a couple of, you know, here and there games, you know, where he hasn't been well. But he's been pretty good pretty good. Toppin's better than he was last year. But the main thing is you you you've di- you've digressed defensively, and that's what you hung your hat on. And and here's the bad thing. You've digressed defensively at the guard position, which is the worst position for you to not be able to defend because they always have the ball in their hands. So yeah. you've got people moving all over the place because they're switching because you can't defend your guy, and so i got to leave my guy. And now you got people open, and now you've got the people who's setting up behind the three-point line. So now you've got Knicks running out to the three late, and we're killing them because they don't cover the three. But the reason they're not closing in on the three is because they're helping the guards out because people are going by them like they're standing still. Yeah, the defense is like a chicken with his head cut off. I mean, it's yeah. just guys constantly running around, running out on guys, being you know getting beaten down on the dribble. So uh, And look, there's another conversation to have in terms of where the team was last year to where the team is this year. Randall and Bar- uh, Barrett have both kind of regressed a little bit. You yeah. know, like both have not been as good as they were last year. Those were the two pillars that you kind of counted on. The defense is significantly worse than it was last year. And there's no easy answers right now. They got, no. I mean, there's a, I know that they're starting to talk about some possible trades. You know, Ben Simmons' name is out there. Damian Lillard's name out there. The Pacers stuff that we talked about. But um, if it's any indication of the moves that they made in the offseason, boy, those have turned out to be absolute disasters so far. They have, and now you have to wonder. And and here's the other thing, Gordon. They they played so badly, you can't even include them in the trade. No, who would want Kimball Walker right now? You can't move him. There's no way you can move him. Who would take him? And Fournier, listen. I mean, I, maybe if you bring him with a different unit, he'll be able to come in. And listen, he's making enough money that he should. That he clearly is the starter. You get that. But already you had to pull Alec Burks in from the bench to make him a starter. And, and, and you know what, Gordon? The bench still plays reasonably well because right. it's the energy that they have off that bench. And I know you don't want to start uh, Derrick Rose, but, Gordon, I'm telling you, it's leaning that way. And, and here's the other thing. You can't start Rose because defensively it would be a liability there also. Yeah, and for Fournier, I mean, he's a guy who's making $25 million a year. Uh, I mean, not, not a lot of bang in that buck, I can tell you that. Wow. And put up I six mean, shots tonight. Six. Yeah. No, I mean he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't really give you anything on a consistent basis. And he and you know you knew going in he wasn't going to give you anything on the defensive end. But yeah. I mean it was glaringly. I mean it was shocking how bad <laughs> I mean, how bad he was, he was tonight. Awful. Yeah, terrible. I mean Gordon. Gordon, you know how bad he was tonight. I could have went past him. I'm just telling you, Gordon. I would have. I'd have blown right past him. It, it, was right like, it was like when you were a kid and you, you know, like you were pretending that there was somebody guarding you and you're just kind of playing <laughs> basketball one out, you know, just by yourself. You know, you're driving to the bat. Oh, I went around him. You know, this. Look, yeah, it, it was that bad.
I mean, he, the only thing he could have done tonight was just shag balls, was shooting free throws. Go, go, go get the ball and throw it back in. That's, that's what all he did tonight. That, he, was, he was useless. He was useless. It was awful. Awful. Yeah. It really Man, was bad. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the next – like, all right, let's say you put Fournier with the bench unit, right? <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> who's, who's our five on the floor? I, I would move quickly in. Yeah, I would put quickly I in Barrett. To, right? Yeah, I would put quickly in Burks, and and Barrett would be either my two or my three. I, they would be interchangeable. That's what I would have to do. Because the other thing is, there's a pace that the the reason why the the reason why the bench plays better, Gordon, is they play with a quicker pace. They push the basketball. That's what they do. They push it. They they push it. They're more athletic, and they they, you know, they run the floor, and so they pressure the opposing defense. Now, they may not have the best shot selection all the time, but for the most part, they, they look for each other better and they move without the ball better. All these are the things that they do better than the starting rotation. Starting line, they stand around, they move, they go east-west. They never go north-south. They don't go to the basket. They're going around and around. Oh, you shoot. Okay, no, you pass. it. All right, no, no. Well, let me dribble, let me dribble, let me dribble. Okay, well, okay. Let me give it to you because the shot clock's running. Give it up. If you don't have the shot, give it up, Gordon. Pass and move, pass and move. That's what you do. That's that's when when they do that, they're a much better basketball team. They just don't and, do it enough. And we talk about night and day from last night to the, tonight. I mean, Randall last night, you know, he wasn't really about scoring. He was, you know, facilitating. He had the seven assists, just the one turnover. And tonight, it just felt like you know the ball went into him, and it just kind of clogged down. And he's forcing his way, and he, he's backing yeah. guys down, and. Uh, you know, the ball doesn't come out. The ball doesn't move. Everybody's just kind of standing around watching him. And oof. Yeah. And, because, and, and here's the other thing. In, in, in his defense tonight, Gordon, oh, Fournier's not shooting. I got to get some points. Nobody's scoring. Yeah. So I got to do something. I'm, I'm the guy. I guess I got to score. Barrett didn't score for a quarter. He got hot in the third or the fourth. One of them in the second half. But he disappeared for a full quarter. He didn't play. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> I knew it. Nerlens Noel wasn't available tonight because he played no, last night. Well, look, he played last night. I mean, he can't have he can't have everybody available all the time. It's unbelievable. Oh, I'm done with the Knicks. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Here's our poll question tonight, Gordon, and it's something we've talked about a lot, and I'm curious to see how folks think about it. Talking about defense, uh, here's our poll question: When you watch the Jets and Giants games, I want you to tell us which is worse. Is it the Jet defense? Or is it the Giants' offense? Which is worse? Oh you can God. weigh in on our poll question, and you can call us at 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, we'll talk Knicks as well, but I want you to uh, you know, weigh in on our poll question. I'm very curious to where Gordon leans in on this, because I can tell you right now, I, I won't. But I, it, it, as soon as we talked about this, I knew immediately, immediately which one was worse for me. You, yeah, didn't, have was, to, you didn't have to be canvassed. You didn't have to no. hear both sides. You had no. your vote ready to go. It was a no-brainer. Okay. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer for me. We'll see what you have to say. You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Our poll question tonight, when you watch the Jets and Giants games, tell us which is worse. Is it the Jets D or the Giants O? Gordon, for me, it's as bad, as bad. As the Jet defense is, Giants offense is worse. They got more talent. They should be better than what they are. In no creativity, bad in the in the red zone. 
is, is terrible. Oh, brutal. Lux, brutal. I, I, I don't think that you can. There's no wrong answer. No wrong answer. Exactly. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. For me, it would be the Jet defense because mm-hmm. there were times in the Eagle game where I was actually thinking to myself, do the Jets have 11 guys on the field right now? Dallas Goddard was running. It was like, remember that story of like the, I think it was the Boston Marathon, and there was a person who like snuck into the race. Like they weren't running the entire mm-hmm. time. They just kind of got into the race somehow, and it was like they were leading the race. That, it was like Dallas Goddard stepped off the sidelines and just ran in for a touchdown. <laughs> it was like there was nobody near him. There's so many times with the Jets where there's nobody near the guy. Like not, not even in the picture. I know. And, and you know, you think about some, you know, to be chewed up by Gardner Minshew, the way he, he, he was unbelievable. They yep. scored on their first seven drives. Gardner Minshew, a backup quarterback, had five incompletions the entire day. Mm-hmm. People are wondering if he's better than Jalen Hurts. And, and I think a large degree of that is because they only saw Gardner Minshew go up against the Jets' defense. They, I mean, they are, they are all-time bad. I, their defense is so atrocious. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's bad. There's it's no so question. Bad. You know, like, and, and the Giants, it, it puts you to sleep, right? Because they're just so lethargic and nothing mm-hmm. happens. The Jets' defense is so bad, you got to stay awake because you don't know what you're going to see next. But, Gordon, it's, I will tell you, <laughs> Saquon Barkley is better than any player the Jets have on defense. <laughs> you would think, right? You would think. Talent-wise, he's better than anybody. With all due respect to C.J. Mosley, he's better than anybody the Jets got on defense. He should be. Anybody. His, and, grand t- his highest rushing total in a game this year is 57 yards. He's not scored a touchdown since October. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Here's what some folks had to weigh in on Twitter, Gordon, and okay. you can weigh in as well. At hardest the ESPN at ESPN and NY ninety eight underscore seven FM at Gordon Damer. Torned, tuned, T O O R N E D. Turned, said interesting. I voted Jets, but it's pretty even. Uh, at Frankie Papa, Giants defense much better, but the Jets are better offensively, but not by much. Giants are better overall. Uh, the Cisco Kid eighty five. I don't know. The Cisco Kid 85, how would I know? They always play at the same time. I remember when you could watch one at one and the other at four. Thank you, networks, for not a lot, not doing that. <laughs> Put them both at one. Don't I, Give me my doubleheader game. Well, you know, thank God for the Red Zone channel. But anyway, give me my yeah. doubleheader game. Yeah, no, no, uh, no fears of watching the Giants on that station. <laughs> <laughs> They've been blacked out there. <laughs> They're never there. Yeah. Well, no, the opposition's in the red zone. Than, uh, HBO I, I, I Max see, or something, right? I get to see the Giants defense every week. Yeah. I don't get to see the Giants offense. I get to see the Giants defense all the time. Uh, at Diversity Rules 42, this is too close. I I, I can't decide. <laughs> well, at least so far, the Giants offense is actually scoring some points in the poll. Yeah, how about that? Uh, it's the first <laughs> time I think I've seen it in forever. <laughs> Our early poll numbers, when you watch the Jets and Giants games, tell us which is worst. Uh, Jets defense, 40.4. Giants offense, 59.6%. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Let's begin with Constantine in the Garden State. He bats first on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, Constantine. Hey, good night, gentlemen. Compliments of the season to you and everyone out there. Um, two things. 
I just like to appeal to my teams, the Giants and the Knicks. We're coming up to Christmas, so at least help us that we don't feel too sad. I think what is affecting the Knicks, they need more intensity. I don't like the fact that Randall goes down, stops, and he's there, he's there dribbling the ball, and when the clock is running down, he starts throwing the ball. We need to keep the ball moving, stop standing around when we're on offense. People need to move without the ball. And I blame Tibbs. He needs to shout, shout at them, get them moving. We cannot go down and stand still. Knicks has been playing this ball for too many years. Go down. We need some inside out. If Randall is going to keep the ball going into the post, kick it back out to your shoulders. On the Giants' side, with regards to offense, those receivers, people need to help out the quarterback. Make yourself available. Try to find a space. You run your route and you stop. If you are covered by a defender, the quarterback cannot do anything. Try. People, people got to make themselves available so the quarterback can throw. Give them, give the quarterback some, some, some targets. People run and stand up still, and the defense hold them down. But just in terms of intensity and attitude, please, we need to have a little happiness for Christmas. So if they can just... <laughs> I wouldn't you know, get your hopes up there, Constantine. Uh, just, Constantine, uh, I, I hear what you're saying. Back. Thanks for the phone call, my friend. But, you know, listen, yelling is not... <laughs> That's all Tibbs does. <laughs> so right. yelling, he, he's yelling all the time, all the time. Yeah, so that's, that's not, not the pro- issue. That, that's not the issue. Him screaming no. is not the uh, that, that whether or not the what, if the message is getting through, that might be a problem because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's getting through right now. But yeah. the actual physical act of screaming and yelling, he's got that one down. <laughs> he does. He does. And you know, he had some interesting comments about the giant receivers, Gordon. So my. If we were to give a Christmas list for them, I would try to find a way to give them um, spider tech. It's not illegal in right. um, I, well, NFL, right? I, I don't know if you're allowed that stick'em stuff, but yeah, if the, if if you are, boy, that would that would be Help some of those out. guys could just cover their entire bodies with it uh, <laughs> and just you know let's just let it stick to their shoulder and just run, you know. Uh, yeah. And think about. You know, the two big wide receiver acquisitions in the offseason, Kenny Galladay, who has been MIA for, mm-hmm. for most of the season, he's been a complete flop. And then you get the news about Corey Davis. He's done for the year. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like when he was in there, he was doing a whole lot either. So nope. whole bunch of money spent on absolutely nothing. And you know what? Um, Joe Douglas has got some issues, Gordon. He's got some issues. Free agent wise, he, he he's he's no, not been he's good. not been good. No, it's not been, it's good. Not been good. It's not it's been not good. good. I will say this though, with the news that came out, I think it was today, about uh, Jamal Adams. Oh yeah, that trade. That trade. trade. We can live to be a thousand years old, and the Jets won't make a better trade than that. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. That's right. Didn't overpay for safety. Nope. And at this rate, uh, it it could be. <laughs> It could be a number one pick, a number two pick. Uh, it's it's going to be top five, right? <laughs> I mean, right? it's definitely going to be top five. They, they are they are a really bad football team, and uh, Adams had a terrible season. He was yeah. a real problem there. He was, and, and if he had been here still, the only thing that would have the only difference he would have made on defense is he would have been pointing fingers at this guy and that guy. Hey, it's your fault. It's this one's fault. That one's fault. So. Uh, yeah, you're right. He's been terrible, uh, or maybe not terrible, but bad in free agency. And uh, but that trade, boy, 
He'll go a long time before he'll pull off another. He'll be talking about that one when he's, uh, you know, 95 years old. Well, let me tell you about the time that I pulled off the best trade in Jet history. You're right. That's what he's going to say. And 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 de- depending on what he does with it, uh, he'll be right. <laughs> depending yeah. on what he does. Right. Know, depending on what he does with it. That's going to be. The- Listen, it's so bad now. Uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. Olofsky talking earlier on the K show about Russell Wilson coming to the Giants and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Hey Gordon, with the record they're gonna have, you think he's gonna be you think he's gonna wanna go after oh, no. this season? Uh, well, look, I, I I can't remember where I saw the report. I'll take a look during the break. I believe that the Giants are one of his They're teams one of his three. Reported. Yes, they are. They're one so, of So I mean, maybe he sees things, you know, like, hey, if I get there. Um, and everybody's healthy to start next season between Kadarius Tony, Galladay's still going to be here, Saquon's still going to be here, whatever you'd have to give up to get him, Mm -hmm. everything else has to go towards improving the offensive line. But if you could ever do that, it might not be, you know, part of the, the, the Giants, I think, issues, I don't know that he's necessarily the biggest part of it, but Daniel Jones has not been really that good. No. And there's a there's a huge upgrade going from Daniel Jones to Russell Wilson. Huge. Huge. Even though Wilson has not played well, huge. And listen, who yeah. knows how to play behind the bad offensive line better than Russell Wilson? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, he has definitely played behind bad offensive lines there. And you'd like to think that who whoever takes over as the GM, he can't be much worse building an offensive line. Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, and maybe the new guy will do a better job. He couldn't again. The bar is not – it's like the one person was saying about uh, Joe Judge. Well, he's better than McAdoo and Shermer. Yeah, I mean, the next guy, he's going to be he, – at least he's not Gettleman. At least he's not Gettleman. That's the best thing you can say. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Swinging on our poll question on Twitter – at hardest to ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY 98 underscore seven FM Gordon. The nets were part of history tonight and not in a good way. Oh, According no. to ESPN stats and info, the Rockets have won seven straight games immediately following a 15 game losing streak. They are the first team in NBA history to have a 15 game losing streak and a seven game win streak in the same season, let alone right after the other a special kudos to Elias sports who knows everything. Yeah, well, look, the NBA, where everybody makes a run, apparently that has to do with uh, winning streaks as well, right? Absolutely. Follow up a big, long losing streak in the Rockets. I think everybody thinks they're going to be really bad. The fact that they've won – I kind of came into the year thinking they wouldn't win seven games total kind of thing, you know? But uh, seven in a row, good for them. It is good for them. Back to the phones we go at 1-800-919-3776. Trev is in Mount Vernon. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Trev. Hey, hey, how you doing, good brothers? I appreciate the conversation and the insight into all these different situations that's going on right now. First and foremost, the Lions won last week, so show some respect. When we talk about the Detroit Lions. You said uh, Mike and Queens talking about the Islanders last night. (laughs) Listen, come on, lad. Give me some love, baby. You got it. You deserve it. I I hear you with with the Giants and the Jets. Too bad they don't play in my division. We would destroy them. They garbage kids. You understand? I can't. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you know Trev, hold Trev, up now. You, you just won the game. Relax. Away. <laughs> Listen, who would arm wrestle the Giants right now? Nobody. All right. I love your brothers. One love. 
All right, Drip. Thanks for right. checking right. in. He's good for laughs. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's good He's a little drunk laughs. on success there, you know? You get one win, and all of a sudden. Hey, listen, this is the first win in the year. I'll cut him some slack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go where you – there was a uh, – well, I was watching our first take today. And – no, it wasn't first. I was watching first take, too, but it was NFL Live. And they had a uh, uh, Swagoo on. It's so funny. I can't even think of his name. All I hear is Swagoo. Swagoo. That's not his name, but that's all I remember is Swagoo. And they, they were talking about how the Lions were so how uh, Lions quarterbacks were so bad. And he's like, "Listen, you can't you you can't hold that against him. He he was he was in Detroit, right? <laughs> so they weren't going to win no matter who the quarterback was. It was just so funny. It's just but they got to they got to win, Gordon. They got to win. They got to win. Just don't don't win, don't start winning games now though. You don't want to lose right. the, you know, you'd like to I, even though this year it doesn't really seem like that there's that quarterback at the top of the draft or you know, nobody's going to be trading up to that number 1 overall pick like last year, but you don't want to be picking third and winning meaningless games down the stretch here. Well, they got their quarterback. They need everything else. Right. Well, they got their quarterback for now. I don't know if they got their quarterback for (laughs) – as soon as they can move on from him, I think they probably will. Buddha's in the Bronx. He's next on 98.7. Oh, man, I love my man, Trav. Them Lions got rid of that gout, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's my guy right there. You know – Oh yeah! First of all, Papa Lodge told me to give you guys his best regards. He got that 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 booster shot. He's not really feeling that well, so he said he's not gonna call in tonight. Um, yo, listen, man, Gordon, you spoke about it earlier about you know with the Knicks. You were looking forward to a distraction from yeah. both the horrible teams, <laughs> the Jets and the Giants. You could flip a coin to see which is worse: the defense of the Giants. I mean, the defense of the Jets or the offense of the Giants. I, you know, I, I. I Vote on your poll. I went with the Jets, obviously. You're 32nd in the league. You, know? <laughs> you can't get much worse than that. <laughs> but um, listen, man, you know, with the Knicks, man, there's a couple of things, man, that I noticed tonight that I hadn't really felt, you know, noticed throughout the last year and a half or whatever. You know, Tibbs, the post game, to a much lesser extent, he was a little Joe Judges tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, He's talking about Taj is always ready. Taj is 40, bro. Nobody like, <laughs> <laughs> wants to hear about Taj Gibson being always ready, bro. What the hell are you talking about, man? You know, Randall's postseason is carried over into this season. You know, he's been exposed like like, like a, a, a centerfold in one of those dirty magazines. You know, um, R.J. Barrett, nice guy, nice player, but he is what he is. You understand what I'm saying? You know, you use the term uh, things are falling on deaf ears. I'm going to tell you, they're not even just falling on deaf ears with those players. They're starting to fall on deaf ears with me as a sports fan. I mean, if you really pay attention, and that reporter, whoever asked that question, they were shrewd with it. And and they knew it was going to evoke it. You heard what he said, but his face and his body language said it all. They asked him about that OB dunk between the legs. And, mm-hmm. how he, and then he said, yeah, you know, um, it's not just about one thing. It's like the whole composition. Let me tell you something. Obi Toppin and Tom Thibodeau is a match made in hell. And it reminds me when I always hear people talk about how the Knicks might trade for Carl Anthony Towns. Do your research. Carl Anthony Towns doesn't want any part of Tom Thibodeau. And Spike speaks about this all the time. He has a lifespan as a coach. And I thought it would be a little bit longer, but it's already leaning towards, you know, a certain way. When Obi Toppin did that, 
you know, Obi Toppin's in practice every day, right? Obi hears the coach talking about Obi, Obi, Obi. He hears that every game, the same way we all do. When you do what he did, you know what that was. That's that when, you know, you're in the park and you're playing and somebody's telling and the dude just throws it down. He's like, ah, get off me. The kid is tired, man. He's tired. Like you said, Gordon, he was a lottery pick. And, you know, to a certain point, you can keep talking about the defensive integrity. You know, let's stop it. In every championship team that you watched, there were some guys on the team who did two ways. There were some guys who did, um, you know, defensively. But every championship team, not saying the Knicks are championship team, but every team that competes at a high level, goes to the playoffs, has one or two players who like, listen, this dude is explosive offense. We know he's not the best defender. It's the Bill Belichick thing. I'm going to put you in the position to do what you do. I'm not going to ask you to do what you can't do. I'm going to put you in a position to do what you do. And you see, these are the things that it's not going to prevent only Obi Todd. At some point, honestly, I think the best thing for him would be if he was a part of a package deal because he's one of the few players that you got that another team would be excited about. And I don't know if it's going to work out here with him and his coach. But what the thing that pisses you off is, it's like this coach, this adamancy. Bro, you're 12, what's that record? 12 and 13. Listen, you're part of the problem too. It's not just all the time pointing fingers at these players. You got to adjust. And he's showing why he had got that reputation that he got. Well, you make some interesting points, Buddha. Thanks for the phone call. The only thing I will say is you are right. There are always guys who are not the best defensive guys. And we get, and it is the NBA. And, and we know that there's only but so much defense you can play because guys are really, really good. The issue is normally with those guys that you don't expect defense from, Gordon, they give you offense. So it balances out. So even though they may not be, you know, the great defensive players, they're scoring. Fournier's not scoring. Kimba's not scoring. That's why Kimba's not playing. And Fournier is, has not really been on the floor much in the fourth quarter since he's been here because they're not giving you the other side for a coach that you know is a guy who loves his defense. Yeah, uh, and when you're looking for answers, like somebody last night you know, brought up about uh, uh, Obi's flaws, right? Like his mm-hmm. flaws in his game. I'm looking for answers with the pieces that I have to to, to work with, right? Like, I I don't have a a limitless uh, canvas here to work with. I I only have these certain tools to kind of make a painting, and I think Goldby has to be prominently featured or or certainly more prominently featured moving forward. So uh, there's no question that after tonight there's going to have to be more changes, right? Like, you're you're searching for answers right now, and you're kind of hoping that Tom Thibodeau is going to be the guy to be able to to figure these things out. But you know what? He doesn't have that many roads that he can go down right now. Mm -mm. No. He's limited in what he can do. You know, he's limited. He he has to just juggle with, you know, juggle with different lineups and, and playing time. And listen, Gordon, you said it earlier. That's a heck of a statement for him for the bench to get four minutes in a game, in a blowout game. You know, because you know him, Gordon. He'll make him play. Right. <laughs> you, you you didn't play tonight? Well, guess what? You're playing, you're playing until the end of this game. Well, he sat them down to let them think about it. So it's uh, it, it's interesting to see how it's going to work out. Once again, it's still, Gordon, relatively early. Uh, but you're just not seeing 
you're just not seeing improvement moving towards no. something consistently. No. no. In you know? fact, if there's anything that you feel like, it's like it's going the other direction. Yes. Yeah. And I hear. What, I also hear what uh, 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 Buddha's saying about tuning him out. But here's the thing. You're tuning him out, but you're losing. See, so it's okay, Gordon, if you tune him out and, and you're getting some wins. But okay, you say, uh, he don't know what he's talking about. Want, let's do what we're going to do. But you're losing. Yeah. So maybe you need to listen to some of the things he's saying <laughs> and, and pick your poison. Well, he's going to be here for a while. I mean, he's not yeah. going anywhere anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, they got to get it together. And it doesn't really feel like it's getting close. <laughs> no. It does not feel like, hey, it's just right around the corner. It's going to click. No, and uh, let's let's see. Uh, Milwaukee Sunday and uh, Steph Curry Tuesday. Oh, my Yikes. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yikes. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Poll question. When you watch the Jets and Giants games, tell us which is worse, Giants defense, Jets offense. Gordon, the Jets' offense is rolling tonight, marching up and down the field. Yeah. Well, uh, it does seem that way. I I guess people have uh, maybe checked out. I mean, all you have to do is go look like the last game that they played. (laughs) I mean, there's been times this year where they've given up 50 points. They gave up 50 points to the Patriots, and then like the next week, they actually looked worse somehow. I mean, their defense has been uh, atrocious so far, but – I guess more people are, are upset with the Giant offense, at least uh, tonight. Not Giovanni, 320. He says the Giants held Eagles to seven points with the starting quarterback. Jets held Eagles to 33 with a backup quarterback. <laughs> I like how he uses the term held. <laughs> he held, held them to, to a mere 33 with their backup quarterback. It is funny. Also, Gordon, uh, Brian the Brain was telling me about a tweet that uh, Steph Bondi who covers the uh, Knicks Nick, right? for the Daily News had. And I'm paraphrasing. Well, Brian, what did he say? Just, just Yeah, he said mic. Evan Fournier said he ate a bad steak in San Antonio and it bothered him the last two games. He's been eating that steak all season, Gordon, yeah, defensively. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I felt a little bit of the residue of that steak you know, while I was watching the Knicks tonight. I felt a little nauseous, i got to be honest. <laughs> And and you know what? The more you think about it, the the guy who has kind of skated by here, you know, we 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 talk about the Knicks all the time, right? We talk about mm-hmm. Tibbs, we talk about this one, we talk about that one. Leon Rose, it's true. Leon Rose has just kind of skated by. We talked it's about uh, Joe Douglas before free agency. Oh boy, he's really whiffed there. Yeah, Leon Rose. I mean, he had multiple opportunities this off season mm-hmm. to go out and kind of improve this team, and the two we are twenty five games into the season. Yep. And the two major moves that he made look like guys that you can't play. Yeah. One guy doesn't play at all, and the other guy can't play with the first unit. Because he wow. eats steak. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a rough steak. <laughs> that's a rough steak. <laughs> Back to the calls we go. Chris is in Manhattan. He's next on ninety eight seven. Hey, Chris. Hey, good evening, Larry. Good evening, Gordon. How's everything? Good, Chris. What's going on, man? Good. Oh, first, um, sir, happy belated birthday. I hope you're oh, still celebrating. Oh, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. And many more, my man. I, I oh, so. and uh, I guess you you got a present. Miami won another game, Gordon. They just keep they just keep piling up those wins, Chris. Just piling up mm-hmm. those wins. 
the road to seven <laughs> and seven is, is on. You got, right? Yeah. Well, see? we'll see. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch I'm, of bad I'm teams. They play the Jets again. They stink. What do you? What do you now? What do you now, Gordon? Uh, what do you now, Gordon? Uh, a half game behind the Bills? <laughs> yeah, I mean the Bills. Hey, this is why I can't. You know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna start calling you three card Monty, man, because he's he's this is tricked over here. I'm I'm keep my eye on you. He got something going, but right, Chris? I, I, <laughs> uh, the poll question is kind of interesting. I mean, obviously, first as a, as a Jets fan, that defense, and it, and honestly. It's not just like this year. I don't remember a Jets defense that could be run on like run on like that at any time. I'm not yeah. used to they this. Went back to the four three, huh? That <laughs> three four is looking better and better. I Unfortunately, mean, they need like a nine eight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know. So I mean, for me, I didn't under. I, I really didn't know how to answer the poll question because. Another thing that I thought of is how am I watching the Jets and the Giants at the same time? We don't do that anymore. They're scheduled at the same time. You know why? Because you're both bad. Yeah, terrible. Love you. We, 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 I mean, it, it's hurtful, but I, I remember the days that I could flip on at one. I was Jets and the Giants, and if they didn't do it for me, I could flip to the other at 4 o'clock. Now, do you think I'm trying to do that now? Well, see, I thought, Chris, that as I tweeted you back, I thought that you would yeah. watch the Giant game and as you break down film on the Jets to prepare for the draft, that you had time to look at both. Okay, Larry. <laughs> Just stick bamboo in my eyes for four hours. That's, what is it? This is some, here we go. This it is, is back clockwork orange. It's the no, clockwork orange. <laughs> it's wow. Clockwork. How orange. much of a masochist do you? No, I mean, because I'm be honest. With You're you. not that old it's to know about one, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> man, if at one o'clock I don't see what I want to see from the Jets, my whole, you don't understand, man. That mess that messed up my whole day. I've been Listen, waiting Chris. for this all week. I talk, I, you know, we we you know listening to podcasts. We talking to people on the radio. We we hot. We ready on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you just have to see. Just, I mean, just get beat down. And I appreciate the effort, and I know y'all going to get better, but it's, I'm, I'm tired. I, I'm, I'm tired. And then I got three words for I'm you, my friend. Switched? I got three words for you. Remember it every Sunday. Red Zone Channel. That's all you need. No, no fear of seeing either the no Jets fear. or Giants <laughs> there. Not really. You're good. Yeah, Thanks for good. the call, Chris. <laughs> you're good. You won't have to worry about it. Jeff's in Spring Valley. He's next on 98.7. Hey, Jeff. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good. All right. Um, I feel like I'm in a unique position. Um, and excuse me if I'm wrong. Um, like Garland, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Okay. My, so, my yeah, so one thing, there you go. Yeah, we're on a roll right now. But one thing I wanted to take issue with, I forget who said it earlier, is that the, the Giants may have the worst offensive line coach um, and you know, the worst ability to get offensive linemen. And I just take issue with that because – the Dolphins' offensive line might give them oh, a run no, for their I money. Mean, yeah, I, they've used every kind of draft pick, and they can't. They can't. Yeah. I mean, they can't throw a dart out a window, and you can't find a guy. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> how bad they are at drafting offensive linemen. But the Giants, oh, they've worse. used all different form. I mean, they've traded for them, they've drafted them, they've signed them to huge contracts, and really, outside of Andrew Thomas, 
Um, it, it's been a complete mess. And it's weird, like the guys that they didn't go after because they were too old, like th- those guys perform well. Like once they leave the Giants, they the guys perform better. It's amazing how um, their offensive line, and which was the number one focus of the incoming GM, is still just a nightmare. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I concur on, on, on everything said. And the only other thing I, uh, I wanted to, to, to add to the conversation is um, something that I, I, I took a little issue with the other day, hearing, you know, listening to ESPN radio in, in the morning, hearing Keyshawn Johnson's take on Tua, <laughs> who he seems to be uh, throwing a lot of shade at, and I'm just not sure why. Because everything I've seen, I mean, I know we had some issues last year, and, you know, he's up and down. But if you look at his performance in his, in his in the entirety of his rookie season, which bleeds into this year, the guy has showed a huge jump. He's as proficient as it gets. I think it's safe to say now that he might have quelled out some of the Deshaun Watson talk for at least the time being. But for Keyshawn to just kind of throw cold water on him and say, oh, don't get caught up in the moment, and I think that's a little misguided. And I think you know people need to start seeing what's being produced on the field, which is a good product out of Tua Tonga-Vailoa and, 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 and his performance of late. Well, look, Jeff, as you mentioned, uh, not to bog the show down, I mean, he's just played his 17th game uh, between the two years because of the injuries, which will continue to be a factor. He's a small guy. He's playing behind a bad offensive line. But if you said, to a, if you said any rookie quarterback played 17 games, completed 67% of his passes, threw for 3,700 yards, 23 touchdowns and 11 interceptions, and at a quarterback rating of about 90, I think it's most people bad. would sign up for that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Jeff. There's no question, Gordon. He's, yeah. The problem with him has been his availability. Right. Major and problem. consistency. Yeah. That's it. Because when not, he's been there, he's produced. Yeah. He doesn't turn the ball over that often. Um, now, look, he's not the explosive guy. He's not, you know, he's a smaller guy, So, but he's not going to be the explosive runner that some other guys are. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to kind of treat him almost like a Drew Brees type where you're going to have to keep him clean and mm-hmm. be efficient, and and hopefully you know surround him with some more weapons, and then you'll see. But they're a clueless organization, so I'm sure they'll screw it up. Well, uh, Gordon, they've played pretty good the past well, two. No, years. look, they're playing. They're playing. They're playing I mean, very ten well win right season now. last year. Brian Flores has kind of turned it around with his defense. So so kudos to him. Um, it did certainly look like at times this year that he was going to be a guy who might be out of a job, and he has certainly. He has not lost the locker room. Guys are still playing hard for him. They're still trying mm-hmm. to go out there and win. They've been fortunate with the schedule a little bit. So uh, they get the bye now, and then they get the um, they, they get the Jets. So hopefully that's another win there. And, look, when you're 1-7, I don't know how many yeah. teams have started 1-7, but I can tell you not many have, have gotten to 7-7, seven and seven, that's for sure. No, they haven't, and very – very quickly, look. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the standings. What are you? What six and seven? Bills are seven and five. Yeah, no, it's not. You're it's, right there. You know what? It was a it was a strange feeling on Sunday. I was watching Sunday Night Football. You know, they do the the standings of the teams that are in yeah. the playoff, and then they have the in the mix. Yeah, and there and you the are. Dolphins are working themselves into the mix. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is not what you want because you want to get better. You want some more draft choices, right? So well, no, they tra- they they don't have their number one this year. They oh, traded they right. traded down right. and they they traded away their one this year to get back up and draft Waddle, who's been very very good. But you traded two number ones to get him when you could have yeah. just drafted Chase or, or the tight end Kyle Pitts. Uh, 
So, but um, I look, we'll see. I, I'm sure that they'll go out there against the Jets in two weeks and uh, lay an egg. No, don't even try it. Don't even try it. Look, the free money train is coming back soon, Larry. And I can tell you, I can guarantee we'll have a pick on that game. I'm not sure who or which way I'll go just yet. You are open New York. <laughs> you're open New York right now. Yeah. No. You beat the Jets and the Giants. You're you're open New York. Although uh, promo code Gordon coming to New York, huh? Yeah, well, look, it was. Oh. Just, I mean, New York was. I mean, think about all the so money they were the just party. kind of thrown away. Allowing Jersey to have it, you know. Connecticut oh. got on board. It's here. You're just kind of, you know, you're fighting. You're fighting change, man. People want to do it, and I gotta be honest. Thank God it's there because otherwise <laughs> these games would even be more unwatchable. It's true. Oh, it, oh, it's true. And Gordon, speaking of that. My friends over at Bet Online have sent me some odds. Nice for things. Yeah, I've got one. I've got one that I think you're going to enjoy. Okay. Uh, it has to do with coaches to be fired. We'll NFL. talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, okay. NFL coaches to be fired. Yeah, there's there's a couple on here who I'm like, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a hint. One New York coach is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I have an idea which way we're going. <laughs> You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, here's what Evan Fournier had to say about the Knicks' inconsistencies this year. Yeah, that's, that, that's the challenge for us, to find consistency. Um, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a good question because, um, because we're all aware of it. Uh, we all know what we have to do, and yet uh, we, we keep being inconsistent. So, um, I, I don't know. I wish I had the answer. Uh, like I said, you know, it starts individually. How do you approach the game, and how do you get yourself ready to play? Uh, you know, this nice where you're going to be shots. You know, it's, it's, it's just basketball, but uh, from a focus standpoint and, and execution, I think that's the biggest area where we have to get better uh, the execution because uh, you know you can you can run a simple play but uh, talking about offense you can run a simple play but you know if if you have good timing if you have good screens if you have uh, good spacing you know it, it changes everything compared to when you're you know being a little casual uh, not executing with full speed and you just wait for the the last five seconds of the the positions to you know attack so uh, and you know it, 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 it's exactly the same way defensively you know when, when you get into the ball you're more physical you kind of drive your guy out of the paint you know it, it makes a sort of you know it, it makes a huge difference so yeah <laughs> okay everybody's thanks. got a plan until they get hit right yeah yeah you know it's, it's real simple he just he, it's you can. It's so much difference in their offense, Gordon, when the ball moves and they move. It's just a different team. It's a different offense. It looks better. It gets bogged down when, because see, when they don't score, then Julius Randle feels he has to take over, and that's when he starts taking the ball and bringing it up court, and that's when the turnovers mount. We talked about it earlier last night. He had one turnover, Gordon. One. He hardly scored. Because everybody else was scoring. Barrett had 32. Other people were involved. So he didn't have to do any scoring. He was happy to be a facilitator. And he didn't have turnovers because he wasn't you know, dealing with having to bring the ball up as much. Today, well, I got to score. You know, Barrett disappeared on me. Fournier's not scoring. You know, uh, 
let me give Burks a chance to take him off the ball a little bit. And, you know, once he gets the ball and he starts dribbling, Gordon, it, it, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it is. Issue. Yeah, it is. Uh, not what you want, Joe Girardi. No. Not what you want. No, not at all. Hey, Evan Fournier, what's up with that steak, baby? No way. I thought uh, I was doing better, to be honest, uh, before those two games. Um, I had a – I'm not going to tell you the name of the restaurant, but I had a – a terrible steak in San Antonio. I've been fighting steak, oh. and uh, I've been fighting, um, fighting. I don't know, fighting, but had like a uh, food poisoning stuff. Just like you know, can't move, so uh, have to get right tomorrow. And you know, I have day off tomorrow uh, to feel better. Uh, but I, you know, I thought I was playing better and better. To be honest, um, you just have to uh, yeah feel better physically. Uh, it's a shame because this. You know, the steak was actually very good. <laughs> it's, it's the next day where, you know, day, yeah, day. messed me up. You don't want to hit a restaurant? Yeah, I know. But it was still bothering me today. Big time, okay. big time, yeah, big time. Have you been able to eat? Not really. Okay, so yeah. that's hard, too. Yeah, your energy. yeah, yeah, for sure. But, look, you know, like I said, it, it um, we knew the circumstances of the game, and... and you know, even though you know, uh, we 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 got in a three last night. Uh, we played last night, and you know, uh, we could have done better for sure. Gordon, did you hear me play my little tiny violin in the ah, background? Man. Look, look, <laughs> I, I I can sympathize. You know, like if you have food poisoning, if he legitimately has food poisoning. My only question is, why was he playing at all? Then? Exactly. Sit out. Do us a favor. Don't play. But but yeah. Gordon, did you hear him? I I, I felt I was playing better actually. <laughs> really? Then what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly? Oof! Unbelievable. It is. Yeah. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Mike is in Queens. He's next on ninety eight seven ESPN. Hey, Mike. Good evening on a cold winter night. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. How are we all doing tonight? We're doing good. Fantastic. We are. Uh, I'll get to the Giants. Uh, the Knicks, you, they got to figure it out. You know, the offense, we thought was going to be good. Evan Fournier, uh, Julius Randle, that combination has not been good this year. They got to figure it out. Those, those two got to coexist better. Uh, and the New York football Giants, Big Blue, game 21 to the Goddard Island. Uh, the Big Blue Giants, do we go, in all, go all in for Russell Wilson? The Giants tried the Band-Aid a couple of years ago. They benched Eli Manning. We all got mad. The Giants give Eli one more year. They draft Saquon Barkley. They tried that Band-Aid. We all know how that Band-Aid went. Probably should have gone somewhere else. They have pick. Giants do not go for Wilson. Tear the whole darn thing down. Buy the GM. Buy the coach. Don't pull a Jets. Don't it. Buy everybody. Clean house. And when it comes to Daniel Jones, the new GM, the new coach, they got to decide who, where they go. It's their choice. I, I would keep the, keep the picks if there's no QB this year. You keep one, you trade down like the Jets, trade down, get one for next year, keep the draft picks so I get another one for next year. Wilson's not the same player. Whether it's him getting hit, he's running scared like a DNA in the headlights. He's not the same dynamic player. This is not 2019, 2021. Bye, everybody. Keep the picks and don't go for Wilson. Well, I mean, I understand that Russell Wilson – is not having a good year. He's been hurt. 
Uh, he's been even when he's come back, the offense has been terrible. I mean, they, they were almost better when Gino was in there. So you talk How about scary indictments, is that? right? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, nobody can give you an argument that Russell Wilson has been good this year. Do people think that Russell Wilson is like washed? Like, is that what people think that he's just now he at the age of what is he thirty three? Thirty three, yeah. I think the injuries. I think people are concerned that the injuries have taken the toll from on him. Uh, and Olavsky was saying on the case show, you heard part of it in the uh, promo for, for the show, which you should listen to, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, and the other part of it was Olavsky indicated that he thinks that Wilson's looking for the big play now. He just wants to go down the field looking for the big play, looking for the big play, not playing the same way he's played previously. But, I mean, he played all 16 games last year. He's played every game. Up until this year, He was he's always played and he's always started. Um, and last year he threw, he, he completed almost 69% of his passes, mm-hmm. 4,200 yards, 40 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. I mean, like, have people watched Daniel Jones? What? 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 Uh, he's played Daniel Jones 11 games, 10 touchdowns, 7 picks, and 3 fumbles. What? I, I mean, like, <laughs> the one game that he had, like, the good win that the, the Giants have had recently against the Raiders, he threw for 100 yards in the game. With a bullet. David uh, Derek Carr was more responsible for throwing the Giants into that win column there <laughs> than Daniel Jones was. 38 games, Daniel Jones, 45 touchdowns, 29 picks, 20 fumbles. So unless people just assume that that, that Russell Wilson is is just completely now look, I would agree it's very odd if Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle because they've not built him a good enough offensive line that the first place that he wants to go <laughs> is the New York Giants. That's very odd to me. It is. It is. But if you're on the list, you got to investigate. I mean, that's a, he's a he's a, a you know a Pro Bowl type quarterback. Broncos and Saints are the other t- uh, two teams of his three that wow. he would consider waiving his no trade clause to. Um, Broncos, I mean, they're, they they seem like they're loaded. Uh, they yeah. seem like they are a quarterback away, and if they ever got Russell Wilson, that I mean, that would be number one, number two, number three on the list. But you know, just for the Giants to get mentioned, um, I just uh, it's amazing to me after watching. You know, everybody's saying that the Giant offense is worse than the Jet defense, but yet when you bring up here's a viable possibility of adding a Pro Bowl level quarterback who is still in his prime. He's 33. He's not you know he's not 37. Mm-hmm. He's not 38. And here you go. You're probably going to have to give up a couple of picks. I think mm-hmm. he has a no-trade clause, uh, he so he can kind of dictate where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. And you're um, mentioned. Right. And you're mentioned as a place right. that he'd be interested to go. It's an honor just to be nominated, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, he's better than what you got. I mean, night and day. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, he had a quarterback rating last year of 105. Now, I don't know what exactly goes into quarterback rating. I know it's about efficiency, but 105 is a good one. I know that much. I know that 105 is good, and I know 105 is a lot higher than anything that Daniel Jones has been able to put together. Listen, if it's not batting average, 100 is pretty good. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> Nick's points it. allowed up until the third quarter. <laughs> you are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, my guy Jimmy over at Bet Online sends me some, you know, prop bets and certain things that people just for discussion, you know. Okay. And since you are our resident, uh, you know, 
genius. Free Money Express, exactly. That's it. That's it. Promo code Gordon. Remember, yep. promo Two code weeks, Gordon. Two weeks, Dolphins, Jets. Remember it. Go ahead. Yeah, and go with the Dolphins. There. All right. Um, <laughs> NFL props. Here we go, Gordon. First coach to be fired. First coach to be fired. Well, there's two guys that immediately jump to mind. Yes. Uh, and, and it really kind of feels like one of them, he, I, I don't know how he has not been like, the, 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 the team should be throwing his name out there for all these college job openings, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be Urban Meyer. But I, I think it's either got to be Urban Meyer or Matt Nagy, and I, I would probably go with Matt Nagy. Okay, here we go. First yeah. coach to be fired, Matt yep. Nagy. Uh, four, four, four slash seven. I'll read okay, it the four to it seven odds. Okay, so, okay. All right. right. Mike Zimmer, seven to two. Yeah. How about Mike Zimmer, huh? Yeah. I mean, you watch that. I don't know if it's still true, but up until like two weeks ago, the Vikings in every single game this year had led at one point by seven points. Isn't that something? Wow. And they have a talented team. I don't understand where it's it's not uh, it's, it's it's not, not clicking there. Them. No. Talk about the move the Jets didn't make that was good. <laughs> How about that quarterback up there in Minnesota, huh? Oh, Kirk Cousins. They wanted to pay what he wanted thirty million a year. Yeah, well, he would have been he would have been terrible here. But you know what? You take a look at his numbers overall, and you look at his numbers, you're like, wow, you know, he's not that he's not that bad. But then he'll but have a game win. like yeah, no, then he'll have a game like the uh, the Niner game. You know, like the game is coming down the stretch, and he's he's lining up under the guard. If I mm-hmm. told you his his numbers this year. He's completed 68% of his passes. Right. He's thrown for 3,300 yards, 25 touchdowns, and three interceptions the entire year. But he's got a stacked offense. He's got the running yeah, back does. who's always hurt and, and Dalvin Cook. He's got the yeah. two receivers, including Jefferson, who's out. Of, I mean, he's just sensational. Tremendous. 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 So. All right. Uh, Joe Judge, 4-1. to one. So Judge is the third choice. Yeah, but he's 4-1. 4-1. 4-1. Urban Meyer, 6-1. to one. Vic Fangio, nine to one. Nine to one. Well, I mean, they're another team that has a lot of talent, but they just don't have the quarterback. No. And um, Hello, Russell Wilson. Yeah. I look of of the people on that list, I, I would feel confident saying Joe Judge is not getting fired. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Yep. I, I think those odds should be actually be much higher. You'll love this one, Gordon. Okay. <laughs> Steelers 2022 starting quarterback. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, and, right, and give I'll give you a couple you, options. I'll give you. I'll, I'll I'll give you two options that are on All this right. list. All but right. One is whoever the draft pick is. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I feel the other one is, going that route. Yeah. And the other there's there's three. One is the draft pick. Uh huh. One is a free agent signing, and one is a quarterback added via trade. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can say confidently it's not going to be either of the other guys. Mason Rudolph, I have seen enough to last me a lifetime. Uh, it's three to not two. going to be him. Three to He's two three to two? three to two? Oh, my God. There's, I mean, there can't be. Uh, Mike Tomlin is, <laughs> is great, but if he goes into a season with Mason Rudolph, by choice he's going into a season with Mason Rudolph as his quarterback? No, that yeah. can't happen. It's got to be a draft Rudolph, pick. Mason Rudolph is three to two. The uh-huh. draft pick is three to one. Okay, whoever the draft pick is. Right. Roethlisberger's four to one. I'd like that. Uh, even as bad as Ben is, is, I mean, clearly he's aging, but I, I like you, that you, choice better than Mason that, Rudolph. Right? Yeah. 
Dwayne Haskins is five to one. Oh, get it! It's five thousand to one. There's no way Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starting quarterback of the Steelers next year. That Mason Rudolph should be like five thousand to one too. Free agent signing is five to one. Are there any quarterbacks that are going to be free agents though? Free agent signing because you know, like if you it, not that they're going to do it, but Deshaun Watson would be a trade. Russell Aaron Rodgers. Well, he's not would free Aaron agent. Rodgers be a free agent? Yeah, I guess he probably. I don't know. Could I don't be, know right? how that's contract. No, no he wouldn't be a free agent. Right? They, they would have him. to trade him. Right? They would have to trade him. And quarterback added via trade is seven to one. Uh, look, I think quarterback added via trade <laughs> is far better than a lot of them on that list. <laughs> I got a couple more for you, but let's okay. go to the phones. Got a couple more. All right. Uh, Michael's in Yonkers. Hey, Mike, you're next on ninety-eight seven. <laughs> Mike. Yes. You're on. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we, we got, got you now. Yes, um, yes. I wanted to talk. Uh, I got that disconnected before. Um, when you asked about the Jet defense or the Giant offense, mm-hmm. the Jet defense has never been poor. I'm surprised that Robert Solik was such a great defensive coordinator. I can't see it yet on this team. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, uh, both when I move forward <laughs> for one to the Knicks. <laughs> Um, I remember Tom Thibodeau, when the Knicks first hired him, I thought immediately of Jason Kidd as a player and as a coach. And he never lasted more than three years before he wore out his welcome. Mm-hmm. Mr. Thibodeau may be an X and O person, but that doesn't work today. The screaming, the yelling, the players are very sensitive. The Joe Girardi syndrome, when the young players were reporting to the owner, and the GM and complaining, which led to Joe Girardi being uh, uh, on the outside looking in. Thibodeau had a great team in Chicago. Derek Rose was questioning Rose's toughness. Then the Joachim Noah. He had some great players, and little by little, he outwore his welcome. Then he went to Minnesota. He had uh, uh, Jimmy uh, Butler, Rayshon Rondo, some good players. They were so close to just throwing them off the side of the boat. And then we have this Nick team here. Overachievers, very, very young, impressionable. You can't talk to these guys any old kind of way. He's now going to the newspaper talking crap about his players. What he said about R.J. Barrett, even if he thought that, you don't put that in the paper. Mitchell Robinson, if you don't do that, if I'm the three wise men with the Knicks front office, I'm going to bring in Mr. Thibodeau and have a sit-down. Because right now you are ruining the team. And I wouldn't be surprised if the team collapses that they look for another coach next year. Well, I mean, they've got to improve the talent overall, though. I mean, yes. I mean, they, they're better than what they're playing right now. But the, the long haul, nobody's going to win consistently with this group. Nope. Now you can make nope. the argument Tibbs is not maximizing it like he did last year, but that I mean part of that is because he maximized the talents last year. That's right. 